Clap of death. Janaid's got the clap. Hat. <laughs> I, I hope not. Got you. Hope so too. God, I didn't even start. I didn't even think of an idea first. Fuck. <laughs> you guys seen the uh, the people suing Toyota because their uh, work truck that they resold was showing up in like ISIS videos? What? Yeah. So this, what? This guy had Are like you a uh, Toyota. Yeah, it was like a pool or yard cleaning truck. Um, and he sold it back to Toyota because Toyota does that thing where they'll buy back your old Toyota and like pay partially for your new Toyota with it. Yeah, kind of just deal. a trade in. Yeah, and so he did a trade in, and they didn't take any of the decals or anything off of it, so <laughs> they immediately sold it back over to the Middle East. Um, because Toyota's infamous for that; they've just dumped a shit ton of like Toyota Tacomas in the Middle East, and that's what ISIS drives around with their. Chinese AKs and uh, they did a video and his truck was in the background and you could see his business number on the windows and stuff so he was getting like death threats for being an ISIS supporter and he's just like dude no I just fucking sold this truck to Toyota like a month ago and it's already in the Middle East circulating oh my god dude that'd be terrible and what a horrid like plan to try and go after like fucking do they go after like the dealership in general, or it's the dealer who did it and <clears throat> gave it yeah, to Toyota? Probably. God, what it's, an idiot! It's though. definitely the dealer. But dude, imagine the engineering. Serve a life as a work truck in a construction or some sort of he was gonna go this way. Uh, trade like that, and then go I do terrorism. Gonna... <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> yes. You're my hero, dude. Dude, Toyota all the way, man. I've I've been a it's Toyota like, fanboy. The second, just the second for their reliability. Toy- the second, the second you said Toyota and something about the car getting resold, I was like, Janaid is gonna stand out. This is what you stand for, Janaid is Toyotas. Okay, this is I what stand you for are. Toyotas, dude. Yeah. I, did I definitely too. stand for Toyotas. I almost bought a Cro- uh, Corolla, but it had too many blind spots. A, a, like, a newer one? Yeah, I was going to get like the 2017 Corolla. And it had like yeah, shit dude. ton of blind spots and it didn't have a those... rear camera. I won't lie. Oh, I yeah, those that was some rear windows. That I was missing. No, no, this is. I was <laughs> genuinely going to get this thing. And it's just like, yeah, this thing kind of sucks. I was trying to figure out what the joke about the blind spots because yeah. you just gave me this look and I was like, did I just get a joke that I didn't get because I don't get cars? Yeah, I asked him. It's like, what else do you have? And it's like, well, it's a Subaru lot, so I got Subarus. And it's like, yeah, Subaru that's like the Corolla. And he's like, yeah, I got this. And it's like, yeah, okay. I like this. I'll take it. Nice. It's like the same price, a year newer, and shit ton more safety features. Nice. Oh, That's pretty cool. What kind of Subaru yeah. do you have? It's like the Legacy, um, I think 2018. Do you know the license plate number off the top of your head? Or the VIN? <sighs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Oh, don't. No. don't. I probably oh, know my license plate number. No, don't, don't say it. Don't I've say punched it in enough times every time I park at the university. Oh, you have to do it like every single time now. Yeah. I, I, like, ran a, a pencil against it, and um, parking at the university twice a week for one class is cheaper than buying a parking pass. I'm sure. Because they want, like, $600 for a parking pass, or I can pay, like, $150 over a semester for just parking hourly. 
Oh, so you got the pay by phone app? No, I just go up to the little kiosks in the parking lot. Oh yeah, the the pay by phone app got hacked recently. Yeah, dude, I I, I got like pay by phone shit. Yeah, it's yeah. getting pretty sketchy now. It took like an arm and a leg for them to convince me to get Venmo, and it's just like, well, I needed to pay my landlord, so I guess that's it. Yeah. Oh, dude, but what do you, don't you have to like uh, get like a report for like your taxes, or does that just go through like your bank? No, I get a report for my taxes for it, but... Um, oh, okay, cool. It's just like, I honest to God would have preferred to pay him in cash or something, but then we'd constantly have to visit, and once COVID hit, we weren't going to be doing that, so it's like... I used to have to do that, and it kind of was a pain. I kind of liked when my landlord here was like, I've got this new thing called Venmo, have you guys ever heard of it? It's <laughs> like, yeah, but we, we have. <laughs> so it does make it a little easy on that. I don't know, I like paper the convenience. trails. Yes, but you get no paper trail, that's mm. for sure. Um, big pivot here. What What are you guys' thoughts on like low rent shitty holidays? Low rent shitty holidays. Yeah, April Fool's Day, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, Valentine's Day. I'm an avid believer that Valentine's Day is like a hallmark holiday. Well, it's all almost all of them are. Yeah, I was just... thinking about this a lot on Mother's Day the other yeah. day. I was like, did they just convince us to go out and spend money again a bunch more on another day of the, like, the year? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we can do Mother's and Father's, and we get two more. Because, like, I know that there is historical relevance to St. Patrick's Day. I mean, it's it's like folklore-esque. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the only reason it exists here is because of Irish immigrants. Right. If you didn't have Irish immigrants, there'd be no reason for it. Um Kind of same deal with like Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, yeah, they're all just they're that, all the yeah. That makes sense for like, that's the thing is like Irish immigrants probably have something important for St. Patrick's Day, and you know Mexican immigrants have something important for Cinco yeah. de Mayo. But for everyone else, it's a drinking day. Yeah, that's all it is. It's either they're all either just like drinking days or just a day to convince you to go spend more money yeah. on some shit you weren't planning. It's on. either a drinking day or a card day. Yeah. Dude, honestly, mm. like any day that the government deems as a national holiday is a blessing because Americans are overworked and underpaid. Yeah, but no, it's not like everyone gets the day off. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's still so no, many people that still underpaid people have to work. Holidays. Yeah, they all. It's not. Yeah, no. the people who were yeah, overpaid no. and underworked are still there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like the people Martin Luther King off. Day. No, the people who get, yeah, like Connor was just about to say, the people who get those days off are doing just fine. Yeah, they got their, you know, five to tens. Their nice little corner office. Yeah. Oh, no. Fives. Wherever I work, I'm like, dude, I am getting Martin Luther King Day off. Because to me, that's not like a low rent holiday. That's like civil rights holiday, for sure. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You know, the black community didn't like Martin Luther King when he was alive i think we talked about this one yeah you and me talked about this but um during like the era he uh like older black people didn't really want to change and um younger black people felt he wasn't serious enough he wasn't radical enough um so neither of them really liked him but the reason he was such a threat to the point that you know the cia offed him is uh Basically because he hit really well with white middle class people. Which, for the U.S. government, 
convincing black people was whatever but convincing white people that now was a you problem. have people voting <laughs> that was a problem mm-hmm. that makes sense you convince the people with rights oh something can get done legitimately not not if you give it to the poor impoverished people mm-hmm. oh geez that's pretty wild yeah you know they have hanging up in the cia headquarters the uh the notes that they sent him to tell him to kill himself really yeah that's like, wild. They're framed, they're, and he's just like, I want you to know. They're proud of that? No, they're like, this is a, a reminder of the dark history of the U.S. government. I think, like, the FBI and the CIA both have them as, like, reminders, but any person... A reminder of dark history? Isn't it still dark today? Oh, it's 100% still dark today, but it's just the concept <laughs> that, like... They're you like, go oh, we're the, out of the you middle You go to ages. work and, like... We're out the of the dark ages. this frame note telling Martin Luther King to kill himself... <laughs> Here we are talking about the white people doing wrong to Martin Luther King. You guys got to just keep calling it the Dark Ages. Man. <laughs> the Dark thought, Ages. Thought we were better. Thought we were better than this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you seen, oh, you seen their new uh their new woke advertisement? Who? Uh, the CIA? No. It's this whole thing of how like they hire millennials, people of color, um people with anxiety things like that and it's just like no you don't (laughs) there's no way you hire a low-income socially anxiety person to work for the cia (laughs) and if you do maybe don't (laughs) yeah they're talking about how they hire people from like they hire you and stuff yeah they hire you to do experiments on you (laughs) you're right (laughs) Look, people didn't like MK Ultra, so we're conducting it entirely in the office. Jeez. And this thing with MK Ultra, it was actually considered a uh, workplace hazard to be cautious of, of being uh, involuntarily sedated with LSD in the 80s if you work for the CIA. Really? So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a little more known than they played out to be like it was. It was known in the office. But it wasn't known when it happened to you. Huh. They would like spike your department's water cooler or some shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I want some free drugs like that. It sounds kind of dope. Yeah. You're still work one day and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, they dude. Ju- they yeah, just like, no, but it you. wasn't like, whoa, dude, concentrations. It was way too much concentrations, right? Yeah, they're like people throwing themselves out windows because they were freaking out in their office. So they weren't like, whoa, dude. They were like, whoa, dude. Yeah, it was... A little too much. <laughs> it got nasty. A little too much. It's like the dude. world is ending. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is they do it for, like, god-awful amounts of times. Like, they had one guy that they just... Heavy doses of LSD three times a day for, like, 72 days straight. Ooh. Yeah. When he came out of it, he couldn't even, like, recognize his parents that he you lived with. You wouldn't know what reality was anymore. No, he, like, had massive brain damage. And the whole reason they were doing this is they're just like, what if we made, like, a substance? Like, they were trying to basically make truth serum. The truth serum, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they couldn't. So they're just like, what if we made someone so stoned they just unintentionally told us their secrets? And then they were trying to figure out where that was. They can't but... be right secrets once you get somebody that stone, though. They're going to be just saying some... right. They're going to say nonsense. So it was that, and then it was also the concept of like, um, basically, no person has the same reaction to this right. substance. So you can't guarantee that 
like there's no uniform amount that you can give someone to make them cooperate <laughs> so then there's just like what if we use it as a torture device but then you brain damage people so it's like people that did know secrets don't even know them anymore <laughs> You fucked up their brains, made them like, think that they got yeah, you abducted by so aliens. Do you guys think, know anyone that thought they were abducted by aliens? Just in YouTube know. videos and stuff who claim that. Maybe a homeless got, person yelling at me. <laughs> I got like an uncle of a married-in family member who is like beyond a million percent convinced that he was abducted by aliens um but this dude is like fucking cheech himself <laughs> who took way too much acid in the 60s God. and uh i only met him a couple times and i mostly just heard the stories and they're pretty funny about how how serious he actually was do you guys believe in aliens mm, i that's such a loaded question yeah, I'm mixed on it, cause like the concept of, I don't, I don't think so. Not, not the way we think of them. No, I think it's impossible that there's not some other living organism with the amount of infinite planets there mm-hmm. are. I think it's statistically impossible. Do I think they've been like flying here on spaceships and building pyramids yeah, <laughs> and no. all this other crazy shit? Hell nah. What do you think, Jay? Are you allowed to believe in aliens? Dude, it's it's fun to like uh, think what if there are. There's you know, it's, 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 like, it's like a good like thought experiment. Like, oh, dude, what if? Oh, dang, this life gets interesting. Stick around, maybe you'll see one. You ever see like those TV series that interview people that supposedly been abducted by aliens, but they're like total redneck white trash? No. Yeah, they're pretty good. There was, like, one where the guy was just, like, I was walking home from the bar, and I got abducted in the parking lot. And, like, all the people in the bar, they do, like, the dramatization of, like, this (laughs) dude that looks like this pan miner from the 20s in California going out in the parking lot. And he just, like, looks up white light, and he disappears. And, like, all the patrons of the bar come running out looking around, like, no reports of it. Jeez. (laughs) It wasn't in the newspaper. There was no police reports or anything. But, like, supposedly you had, you know, 30-plus eyewitnesses. Was it you who maybe told me, or did I hear it on a podcast, that if, like, you... I don't want to generalize here, but if you look up, like, UFO sightings in the U.S., and overlay that of, like, a map of, like, education levels and, like, testing levels... The lower end ones kind of correlate quite. Yeah, there's like a, a lot of weird things like that. Another big one is, um, I mean, this was this was a joke that we had about um, causation without correlation in one of my stats classes. Is she like pulled up a uh, number of Bigfoot sightings and like number of Outback Steakhouses, right? And they like correlate, but the thing is, is you have the whole concept of like population density you have right. to account for so right. when there's more people it's more likely to happen that makes sense i think another one was like number of furry costume owners and number of like denny's establishments and yeah. it's just like well furry owners live in big cities and denny's, denny's go to big cities, cities. you're so. just getting two big things that are popular with big cities 
Yeah, I don't know, because like one person who's told me personally that they've seen crazy phenomena, you you worked with her, uh, Connor, you'll probably know exactly who I'm talking about, but she swore to me two things that she swears on her life that she saw, and one was a plane floating in midair. Right, the whole concept of it. But she was driving in a moving car that was semi-perpendicular, so I was trying right. to explain to her relative movement with no, on a clear sky day, with just blue background, so there's no background to give mm-hmm. it background. I was like, it can look like it's floating. And that just, like, went so far over her head. And then her... Yeah, like, ships like, look like they're floating. Yeah, well, that's that's a mirage. That's kind of the mirage effect. This is just relative motion, you yeah. know what I, I mean? mean? it's the and concept it's... that, like, if you drive by another car, the car isn't just sitting there still sitting and you're still, driving moving twice. with you yeah 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 so if you put two things moving perpendicular to each other at a far distance if the speeds are at the right like right angle right speeds it could kind of look the whole time like this object is just floating there you know what yeah. i mean and then one day she was like well when i was a kid in california at the beach right by this military base which it's like all right there's your answer in my opinion already right there but mm-hmm. she's like we saw this thing flying and it was just going she was explaining it was just going like right to left right to left so quick and there's no way a plane could do that and we were trying to explain to her if the plane was going in a circular motion mm-hmm. but you weren't seeing it from the top or bottom you were seeing it from the side it would look like yeah if there was no perspective it would look like it's just darting Back and forth, left and right. And both times when we tried to explain those, like, just relativity, they just she just looked at us like, no, it was definitely aliens. Like, there's no way that that makes any sense. It's 100% aliens. It's like, okay. Yeah. You know, the whole Roswell You just wheel out the whiteboard, have, like, a simple physics yeah. lesson. Dude, we tried, and it was just, like, in one ear, out the other. Yeah. What's the Roswell theory? Then? So the whole thing with Roswell is that it it was covered up because it was actually a um, U.S. spy plane. It was a Blackbird yeah. spy plane that goes up into super high altitudes, so they have to wear like pseudo-astronaut gear. So when people pull the bodies out of the wreckage, they look like aliens with big heads and gray bodies. Yeah. Because that's the suits they're wearing. It makes so much more sense to me that mm-hmm. the like the and it's this super sleek plane that crashed. But that's the thing is like you can't say oh it's our super sleek government plane because we're trying to make sure the Russians don't know we, we got have this. billions. We are like the investing the most money out of anyone by a long shot. The next ten nations together in our military. You think there's gonna not be some shit that like. Is way that we don't know about that they're denying is fuck that they are just cover ups to not like you right. said admit. But it's they... like that's the thing. It's like this was a cover up. Yes, it, there's no way it was like you know what they said it was a swamp gas and shit. But you know there's it's not a fucking alien thing. It's a <laughs> secret military thing we're trying to hide from the Russians. So we're not going to go in our public newspapers and say, oh no, this is our super high tech secret do you think, do you spy think... plane that we want the Russians to not know about. Do you Let's think put it in that's the why the news. U.S. government's, like, doing so many admitting to UFOs right now? Have you guys seen that? Yeah. That, like, the CIA is now admitting to, like, hundreds of UFO sightings. Do you think they're just trying to now just be like, yeah, it was def- definitely aliens, guys. Oh, yep, most 100%. Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing now is, like, it's actually easier to say it's aliens 
than it is to say what it actually yeah. is. And nobody wants to hear, hey, we did this crazy test on this thing. Two people died. Now our enemy people are going to get technology of this because they'll be able to see pictures and get the ideas. And now it's going to come attacking us. Like, that's scary. But, oh, man, it's aliens. I don't get that. Ooh, spooky. That's Yeah, it's just like, okay, see. there's like five people out there that are, you know, hard stuck on, yeah, it's aliens. And everyone else is just like, oh, you're crazy. And then it's just like, took care of itself. You don't have to do a cover-up if yeah. the American people already doubt just believe, what it is. Just believe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Hey, hey, Connor, I have a question about hmm. that uh, spy plane that you were talking about. So yeah. the gray bodies, how does a human body turn gray like that? No, no, it's not like the human body was gray. It's the suits that they wore. Cause it and went, it went such high altitude is that they had to basically wear like astronaut suits. So they're like these gray astronaut suits with big bubble heads. And it's not, and what he's referring to Jade, it's not to the people who did like autopsies and went and found them afterwards. Think these were aliens. It's from some like weird people who kind of rogue either just saw it or got pictures. Yeah. That or went to the crash site and went to dragged the crash the bodies site. Out. And like, so there it's not from people like doing any like re, like science to see if it's just from people getting weird pictures of a dude in a spacesuit and they're saying it was an alien. Yeah. Oh, okay. Unknown cool. sleek ship. Because, I mean, it. Weird uniforms. Yeah, it flies at like a really high altitude. I would imagine if there's like in free fall, falling yeah. that far, reaching terminal velocity, and just smacking on the ground, the body's yeah. just going to be completely disoriented yeah, and destroyed. Because they've even admitted that, like, during majority of the UFO sightings of like the 90s were all stealth bombers. It was all just like, okay, we are working on this sleek aircraft that can't be detected by radar that is like this triangle shape, smooth over, solid black, but we can't let the Russians know about it. So Jesus. We're like, we're just trying to get our drone technology down, motherfuckers. Yeah, that kind of stuff too. A lot of yeah. like the, you know, self-manless drones. That flies super sporadically. It's not like those were just all of a sudden working one day, you know? Yeah, I mean? we'd you know, been like... testing and working on that for like decades before they even hit the public military. You know, I heard a cool thing about Tesla on another podcast you just made me think of kind of related. That one of the reasons their like automated driving might be better than some of the other companies like Apple's going to be doing. Mm. Not only electric car, but like the automated driving system. Yeah. Is that Tesla has been storing... Um, driver data mm -hmm. since they started on like the road so it maps like oh people driving on this road on the right side like tend to hug this lane a little bit more yeah on the right side they start to break here and so they're gonna make like this map like a google maps of they already have the map driving. And it's just even more of the driving now they have yeah. like the user data of the like driver tendencies and driver area. tendencies and they're gonna put that into their ai system to make it smarter to like learn mm -hmm. those tendencies but they're gonna be way ahead of the game because like apple will be like a year after making their car will be like oh we got this self-driving thing and it's probably gonna be crashing a fuck ton yeah Tesla's like we got what like by that time it'll be like you know 15 20 years worth of driving mm -hmm. yeah I mean going down like 2100 south that whole section between 900 and like 1100 yeah I mean the street parking totally fucks up the right lane right and so half the time right lane has to merge into the left lane slightly yep. and then that uh, one turn 
um, where you go behind the Smash Burger. Yep. And like over to Habit. Uh-huh. That one turn, you constantly, if you are in the lane, left it lane, like makes you jump. Yeah, you have to do like a jaunt to go around if anyone's trying to turn. Yeah. To go into the next lane kind of deal. I mean, it's just. It's a fucky road, so... There's a couple roads that have those, like, intersections that aren't at the same height, so if you're at, the, like, the right yeah. lane, it's like a Mario jump when you go through this. Yeah. You gotta, like, compensate for that shit as yeah. you're driving. I think that'll be the learned shit that they get from all of this driver data. Like, huh, every Tesla as it goes through this intersection is doing this little, like... Every S-turn people move. talking about it, though, it's like the self-driving for old people, and then it's just, like grandma dying in the car but the car still gets to the house oh no that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's like oh grandma's here and you open the door and she's just dead in the passenger just, seat oh my god like the car made it all the Dude, way what about like mobsters who will just like kill yeah. you put you dead in the car with like a bullet in your head and send you to like your family yeah or not even that just like send the car on like this weird sporadic route until the battery dies kind yeah, of deal just leave it there the uh fuck Dude, if the That's... if the car is that advanced, I would imagine that it would be like have some sort of system to like monitor passengers' vitals. No, no. I mean, it's already <laughs> doing this now. There was the guy that. Um... Don't you have to have like your thumb on the steering wheel to like keep like? In... No, there was a guy that uh, got in his car. And said to self-drive and took a nap. And he woke up in a police chase because he was going like 80 and a 40 um, for like almost five miles on self-drive mode. Oh, boy, dude. It's going to have some hella problems yeah. at first. And then, Have you seen like the hackers that mess with it? I've seen some of the weird shit you can do that's not even messing with the systems. That's just like painting on roads. You it's can... painting on roads. You can, um, if you make a three look like an eight... It's just like, oh, that's an 8. Yeah. And so a 30 becomes an 80. Yeah. Things like that. I've heard there's ones that in, like, certain, like, kind of roundabouty areas. It can, you can, like, just add a certain line. Mm-hmm. And it will just make, like, your car just sit. Yeah, if you do, like, the no cross line. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, they'll just sit and go in these weird looping circles. That'd be a wild way to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's like traffic, or um, construction, too, is going to throw them off big time. Oh, and you like have the whole have those signs. Yeah, the whole construction over by your place, you know, when it makes you now have to like go into the center lane because the whole right's oh, gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the car's just gonna be like, that doesn't make sense. None of our data talked about this. I'm gonna drive through cones now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was able to wait. Oh my god. That is kinda wild. It's gonna take a long time until enough people have it though. Yeah. Remember, I went to uh, the CTE Expo in Vegas. It's like that big tech expo thing that they yeah, do there. Yeah, told me about this. Yeah, ones. and they uh, they had like a panel that was just a bunch of insurance lawyers. And, um, you know, ask us anything about self-driving cars. And someone's just like, who's liable for an accident? And they're just like, long term, we don't know. Yeah, there's no precedent for it. Yeah, it's like if both cars are set to self-driving... It literally just comes down to whoever was taking better care of the technology in their car. Because it's like the concept that... Is it that responsible? You did... Yeah, because it's the concept that like... If, no, is off the hook, I think. Is, if both cars are considered, you know, perfect in their self-driving capabilities and they get in an accident, it's going to come down to, you know, who didn't 
maintain the proper technological upkeep on their car has to be responsible because that's why their car would have made the error. But also the idea. So too like you do, you like, didn't you don't update it when it's supposed to or something. Right or something like that or you don't God, like clean dude. the cameras enough or shit like that. That would suck, bro. You're like needing to leave to go to work. You're running late. You mm-hmm. get up and it's like, oh, Windows 10 needs to update. And you're like, fuck me. And you gotta like sit there and you're well, not even that. It's like maybe you get like a tint on your windows and it makes it just dark enough to like throw off your cameras so you get in this accident kind of deal. And it's just like, well, you have higher tinted windows, so it must be your fault. That's bonkers, dude. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Yeah, they're like, it's going to be an absolute mess. Because every time it happens... What happens when, like, a self-driving vehicle hits? Because it's not like one day, all of a sudden, everyone's going to have... No, no, we're we're probably going to, like, never see the day when everyone has a self-driving car. I don't think so. It's like the whole concept of the day when we all have flying cars. It's not ever going to happen. No. There's too many people that are still driving, like, their classic 1940s cars. Right. I think it was Charlemagne the God said in a video I watched a little while ago. I think it was. Just made some comment about like, go drive down the street in any neighborhood and look at the range of cars you see. As long as you're mm-hmm. not in like a really rich person neighborhood, like an average neighborhood, you'll see everything still from like 80s pickup truck. Well, I mean, even if you do go through like a rich neighborhood, you're still going to see like the guy that's got his classic fucking, cars. Yeah, his classic shit, his mm-hmm. fucking stingrays. Right. But there's still people still driving like, you know, 40 year old cars that are still barely limping around. Do you think mm-hmm. like cars that are the last ones that'll be like gas engines will still still be limping around in 40 years? With yeah. The, like poor college. Yeah, kid it'll probably just be Toyotas. <laughs> yes, today. It'll just be Toyotas. If you had to buy a non-Toyota, what do you buy? A Subaru. Oh, Subaru. The one I'm driving yeah. now. You too. Same. <laughs> you lesbians. For the safety <laughs> is for the safety tech. It's really just for the safety. Like in a situation Dude. like that, their eyesight system is so yeah. advanced. It Dude, really I can like basically just you it out of parking from a lot of good now. things. It's like it's not as yeah. Yeah, like it'll it's it'll suck break when I get it'll like break a, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna suck when I get in like a non Subaru car and I try and pull out a spot. And it's like, oh fuck, I gotta look now. Because it looks for you, it beeps if there's a car coming down the lane from your blind spot. And now it's just like it's not beeping. I'm pulling out. Fuck, dude. I have like for the first time have a rear view camera yeah, no. on my car, and I still forget to use it. I'm always, like, turning around if I need to, looking back out. My yeah. wife's always like, there's a camera. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I almost failed my uh, my driving test the first time because I refused to, like, turn my head <laughs> to emerge. It's just like, no, I got special mirrors on this car so I can see my blind spots. And then I count cars in my rearview mirror. I'm not going to turn my head and look. That hurts my neck. My teacher's like, just do it so I can check off this goddamn box that you turned your head on. No, it's like at the end of it, she gave me the whole breakdown of how I barely passed. And it's like, you fell asleep while I was driving, so I don't care what you say, but it sounds like I get my license so you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Give me the paper, please, old lady. Yeah. I had this dude, our high school didn't have um, like driver's ed in the school. We had to go do it through like somewhere private. In this place I went, this guy who was the teacher would just. He lived like an hour away mm-hmm. and you had to do hour long, two hour long like drives or observations. So he would just like 
first group of the people of the day he would like make you drive all the way down to his house so he could check his mail yeah and you'd just like stop at his house he would get out his mail check drive all the way back like another hour back to where we were and then he's like second hour he's like all right we're gonna go drive down to my local grocery store so i can get some gummy worms and he makes you drive like an hour down to Provo yeah. to get no yeah they do that too um where'd you do yours janine I did mine at A1. The same place everyone did then? That's the same? Did yeah, you have the old like, man in structure? Yeah, dude. I had him, but he always gave me like really short lessons. They were supposed to be an hour, but it was just like 30 minutes. He's like, all right. <laughs> and he done. was done. Yeah. He was over Yeah, because, because like um, my, my dad taught me to drive when I was like right. 14. <laughs> He would so, always sit in the car so choloed out, too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, stick. Like, oh, yeah, no piggy. Let's do this. But easy. it was just an, it was just an automatic there. So it was, like, super easy and chill. And I've always been, like, a fan of car. Yeah, you would just give me, like, 30 minutes and then tell me to leave. I'd be like, all right, sweet. Yeah, he was kind of a weird old dude. How many hours did you have to do, Connor? Do you remember? Like um, 10 driving hours and 10 observing or something like that? I don't remember. It was 50 hours and 10 had to be at night. Was that with oh, dude, anybody? That, or was that I like with the instructor? In the no, okay, so it wasn't like with the driver's ed. That was no, just no, like I didn't have driver's family. ed. Oh. Yeah, I took an online class about like, rules of the road and then my parents just taught me to drive that's how you did it in vegas really yeah no no school offered driver's ed so here you even if your school doesn't offer it there's still like a class you have to go take Mm -hmm. that's like a three-week class and then you have to do like 10 hours of driving with a certified instructor and like 10 hours of observation so you're just sitting in the car utah drivers are still some of the worst there's no (laughs) observation yeah that's that's what's funny to me is like you guys have a more broke down system and it's just some of the worst driving because it's not like you're actually learning anything no the like you having to observe someone drive is stupid i observed my parents driving for fucking 18 entire life yeah 16 years before i got my license yeah yeah so you just have to sit in the back seat while somebody else you didn't sit in the front seat (laughs) no the teacher would sit in the front seat and then the guy's driving and then you would be sitting as the person in the back seat yeah sometimes they would show three people doing observations into one back seat so there's three of you sitting in the back seat and it's like holy shit yeah it was not Uh, these uh, drivers are just crazy though see that's the other thing too you weren't allowed to drive with um non-family under 18 in the vehicle yeah they do that with permits here too what were you gonna say janine yeah we did not adhere to those rules at all justin remember like I got my permit, and then my dad uh, used to run a dealership, and I showed up with that. Fuck. And, and I showed up with that old school BMW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude. Like fifteen, he's like, "I got the car, dude." I'm like, "We're gonna get in trouble. Let's send it." <laughs> nah, I didn't really. My parents were pretty strict with my learner's permit until. I got it, but after driving only twice in my life, like the third time, 
and it was when I had my driver's my per- permit finally, like that same day. Went to IKEA with my mom. It was like a twenty minute drive, and we came out, and it was dumping rain. She's like, "I think you're better at this than me." Here you go. Just like handed me the keys and walked off to the car. And I was like, "What the fuck?" That was the scariest drive of my whole life because I was sitting there like ten and two, ten and two. Don't fuck this up. Like, yeah. The um, oh. the other weird thing too is that. There was no consistency in uh, driving proctors when you took the test. So, like, my proctor marked me down um, five points for going 27 and a 25. Ooh. Yeah. My buddy ran a stop sign and still passed. The He, like, ran the stop sign. He's like, oh, shit, I'm done. He, like, looked over, and the guy's just, like, this chill PE teacher. He's like, it happens, dude. They're always the p. They're always yeah. the in Utah. The the private the school, like uh, drivers and teachers are always the football coach, because <laughs> you have to to coach and like a sanctioned sport. You have to be a teacher, a teacher. Yeah. So they become the drivers ed teacher, so they don't have to be qualified at anything. Dude, you know what's wild? My high school, their football team, fucking sucked. Like trash, we would lose every homecoming game. Nice. No one wanted to go to football games anymore. Okay. Um, it got so bad is that there was like, they would try and tell athletes it's like, look, dude, if you fail this class, you can't play. It's like, how the fuck would I want to play? <laughs> and <laughs> save me, thank yeah. God. And um, they got like former Eagles quarterback to come be our football coach. Okay. And he brought his entourage, and his entourage started, like, groping cheerleaders. So they had to fire all of them, kick them all off campus, and now no adult could be on campus unless they were a sanctioned teacher. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's... that's, Sports are so fucking wild. So you get a winning team. Yeah. No, our team was still losing. Oh god! Yeah, just insinu- we were dumping so much money into this guy, and we were still like, "Oh, all season." Oh yeah, yeah. Like the dude came. <laughs> it was like after our first football season. They're like in our new coach, and he came out and like four people booed him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wasn't even that good. No. That's one thing about like most NFL players don't even play for more than a season. Yeah, so if you think about like truthfully, how many. NFL players there really are <laughs> there's a lot uh oh who was it uh, minor minor pause here right. what was his name sorry Jay what's up I got a missed call and I might be hearing back Job stuff today. Hold on. Who is this guy? Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham? That's who they got to be our football coach. He's actually like I think kind of legit, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, from like eighty-eight. No, he started in eighty-seven and went to ninety. He was the starting quarterback for them. Okay. And, like, his entourage was evidently fucking high school cheerleaders. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. Keep in mind, too, at the time he was, what, like, in his 40s? 
God, he's got some decent stats. Yeah. I mean, oh boy. Yeah, he's fifty-eight now. So that was about. God, so he's an old creepy person. Six man. years ago, he was still fifty-two, and like his entourage was between that and maybe a little younger. And they would like come and be like assistant coaches. They were totally like perving on the high school cheerleaders. The guy who was Larry Nassar, the guy who was like groping all the U.S. Olympians, uh, just got sentenced. Nice to like 175 years. Yeah, or something. And the judge is this new sassy judge mm-hmm. who's been like known to say some crazy shit. And at the end, he wrote this letter trying to like appease why he should get a lighter sentence and she looked at it and she tossed it over her shoulder to like have some bailiff come throw it in the garbage and then at the end she like read his sentence and she was like i just signed your death warrant she said that at the end of like two trials when she's put people in for life nice she's like you're dead buddy yeah let's see oh man god this poor school man (laughs) We're still OO. O and O? Yeah. Not no wins? No wins. How many losses? All. Oh, they haven't started the season yet. We're in the spring. Yeah, I'm looking at the last season. Oh no, dude. They My just... football team has never won a season. Like not uh, Yeah, hey, so it was but... such a weird thing when I sat down in like the cafeteria and the Utah football game was playing one night, and it's just like, oh, okay. And it's like Holy shit, they're winning hard. <laughs> yeah, the U's really good. It's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. The U has, of the entire Pac-12, the most players that have gone on to play in the NFL. Yeah. No, I honestly like was watching, and it's just like, shit, this put like a smidge of school spirit in me for a minute. <laughs> right. I've never had this before. Me and Janaid have had some wild, wild days. At University of Utah football games. Yeah. Janae, I don't even, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but you're not even a huge football fan as far as I'm aware. But just, like, being there, being in the must, just, like, the whole Oh, yeah, for sure. It was just... Yeah, I think, I think two seasons I, I went to uh, several games, yeah. and they're always, yeah. like, a riot. And then you just need, like, so a nap used... afterwards. Yeah, I had a, my roommate bought the must pass, and he gave it to me once, and I went to it, and it's just like, the fuck do i want to stand <laughs> yeah i don't know if it is as cool as it used to be i think they i've heard from a lot of things that they've changed a lot of the rules about it but um it used to be really ridiculous in that they packed that kind of general admission top section because there is a lower section that yeah. has actual seats but you can only get that if you're like a junior or a senior yeah and you register early mm-hmm. and then they have a bunch of general admission, and they used to not cap that yeah. number. So it used to be like unlimited amounts of kids could just show up, and they would sardine shove you. No, that's these, what it was. Yeah, it's just like, aisles. this fucking sucks. I'm leaving. It does fucking suck. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go like pretend to look for my seat for the next hour. <laughs> right. We, uh, we used to always just start up at the dorms, just getting really drunk up at the dorms. Mm-hmm. And then we'd literally, right before the game started, we'd sprint from the dorms down to the stadium like full speed <laughs> as fast as you can that's because all you, that's it, far it's far it is downhill it's the entire length of campus yeah 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 and what it does it gets your blood flowing 
hard. Yeah. You increase your blood flow right after you just chugged a bunch of booze. Mm-hmm. You get to the game and you're not feeling anything because you've just run. You're out of breath. So do you, you cut? Can... Did you take the through the campus route, like over the bridge? Yep, and... over the bridge and then just straight down that path. Dude, I've seen so many people around. eat shit trying to run down those stairs. Oh yeah, and you <laughs> get going too fast because it's like kind of a slanted little mm-hmm. sidewalk road. So you got to be careful. Your knees are hurting at the end. But you're also like you just drank a bunch. And then we would get to the stadium, and you're like still huffing and puffing. Because then you get there, and you gotta climb all the way up to your seat, mm-hmm. and you can't really breathe. And then all of a sudden, it just like smacks you in the face, and it's like, oh, okay, all right, like let's buckle in. This is gonna be a game. Yeah. So then we'd like be chilling there, and they had these people who were there to make sure like they would watch to see what you were drinking to see. Because yeah. a lot of people would like sneak in flasks and beers and stuff. So we did what we called the fucking continental drift. Okay. So there was like four of us, and whenever we would score, one person would like sit down onto the bench that we were all standing in front of, and then the other three people would just like close like accordion doors mm-hmm. and cover them, and that person would sit down and like have a few swigs, and then they would stand up, we'd like pop back up, God. hand off the flask, next person would sit down and just like fill in, and we'd just like do this we got away with it for a couple of years like drinking in the stadium yeah. that way they're pretty strict about it now you have to like show up with clear bags clear bags that's clear wild bags. we used to show up with just the, they used to give out those little red like cinch sacks mm-hmm. and like he used to be able to show up with those they yeah. wouldn't even search them well the clear bags are actually because of shootings yeah yeah it makes sense that kind of stuff but um yeah no it's still like dry dry tailgating sounds so lame uh, you can drink at the tailgates. No, not anymore. Since when? Uh, since I've been there, they've been dry tailgates. No way. Yeah. So you can always you can. That's usually the only place you could drink up at the U was at the tailgates, and that's nope. why their tailgates were so popular. Dry Even tailgates. At Utah State, when I was up there, you could drink at the yeah. tailgates. Yeah. No, they. I had a buddy that got hired. He's like, yeah, my job was to do tickets and then to go make sure no one was drinking at the tailgates. Um, it depends on which one it is. Was it the student one? Is the one that's, like, on campus, on site, in the parking lot? There's one by the engineering building, and then there's, there's one lots. just on that street. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. No, they'd say it's, like, all tailgates are dry. No. I'm seeing different, my friend. That's a good yeah. thing, man. Yeah. I've seen yeah, so many people not. get way too wild and, like, they're, eat shit they, or, like, get just in fights. One. On campus, on campus, the one that's like, there's a bunch that are right off over by like the field house and okay, all those other yeah. places yeah. that are the ones that students don't go to. Those are the ones that like people bring their RVs and their grills yeah. and all that. Those ones you can drink at. Okay. Um, yeah, because I remember taking the, the tracks up to it too. Yeah. And like all the people just downing as much alcohol as they could on the tracks ride before they got to the stadium. Yeah. Get off and you have uh-huh. to like dump all your booze. Uh-huh. We did that a few times or cause I remember I, I knew cause I got a fake ID in my last year I was there. I think I was 20 going to football games. I remember using it to go up to like a few tailgates. They were actually selling beer there. Mm-hmm. Some of them were weird though, but that's just fucking tailgating. A lot of people just get too drunk and they don't even go to the game. A lot of times you can just sit out there and like, drink beers and hang out with your buddies hear all the wildness of the stands like people who tailgate claim it's much better than yeah. actually going to most the people game. don't make it into the stadium <laughs> yeah. yeah most, most people like a... tailgating aren't there for the game yeah i've only gone to two games 
like yeah. actually sat in on the one of the ones when I got the must ticket from my buddy and I left because it's like this fucking sucks. And then the other time I went um, with my uncle because it was like his college team versus our college team. We met up with um, a few of the people from the office that I worked with when I was back in Vegas. <laughs> and like one of the guy's dads came because. Was this a game in Vegas or was it at the U? No, it was at the U. And so it was, it was like, um, whoever the Trojans are for, like USC, USC. Yeah. It was USC versus Utah. It's a big game. And, um, the one guy, his, uh, his dad came and so he went to USC, but his brother went to Utah. So his dad's like, Oh, I'm gonna represent both my boys. So he came wearing like a USC shirt and then like the Utah hat. And paraphernalia. <laughs> Little half and half. Yeah, so he was just getting berated by both sides of the crowd, basically. <laughs> Jeez. There's Steph Curry, who plays for in the NBA. His mm-hmm. little brother, Seth Curry, also plays in the NBA. And his parents, their parents get tickets to every time they play each other. Mm-hmm. And they get, last I saw, the dad had a custom-made split down the middle and like seam together seamlessly one half of each of their nice jersey i was like that that's pretty cool that's way to go be a parent yeah, i just remember it's like you say it's like yeah one person yelled from the audience or like the crowd it's like this guy looks like he dressed himself in the dumpster oh my gosh <laughs> he's just like sitting there with a cane senile as hell with sunglasses on oh boy doesn't even really realize he's at a football game Sports are weird because, like, if you're with somebody who's really enjoying it and you can get in the right mindset, you can enjoy almost any sporting event. But there's a lot of small things that can really make them go miserable. Yeah. Sitting out in the sun, being jam-packed in an arena, you know what I mean? Dude spills his beer all down your back. Like, all those different things can just fucking tank it for you. You go and your your fucking high school team loses every game. <laughs> yeah, the team losing always makes it worse. When, like, you can go when you're there fun. for the fucking band. <laughs> right. Right. Well, also, if we're talking about this, shouts out the Jazz, the uh, NBA regular season just officially came to the close and the jazz have the best record from the whole nba by one game nice so that's, wow that's, that's amazing cool. yeah they're gonna still get stomped but dude yeah because so, everybody's gonna turn it up yeah i don't know we'll see so they did a weird thing this year in the nba janade um there's a play-in tournament for the playoffs so usually the way it works is eight. there's two conferences. It's eight teams from each conference. One plays eight, two plays seven, yada, yada, yada. You mm-hmm. whittle it down until there's only one left on each conference, those who play for the championship. This year they upped it from eight teams to ten. But the way they're doing it is with a play-in tournament of the bottom four teams of that ten. So seeds, let me make sure I get my numbers here. Seven and eight play each other once. Winner of that game goes in no matter what. Teams nine and ten play each other. Winner of the game nine and ten plays the loser of the seven and eight, seven, eight game. Okay. So if you're seven or eight, you only have to win one game to get into the playoffs. Yeah. If you're nine or ten, you need to win two. You need to win your 9-10 game and you need to win beat the loser and if you can also lose one and win one if you're the 7th or 8th so it's kind of just this whole weird 
thing that's going on. The NBA kind of, I think, lucked out on a one golden game this year because the Lakers season tanked because LeBron and Anthony Davis both got hurt. So their, their team tanked and they are the seventh seed this year. The Warriors, who have been mad injured, got dragged barely into the playoffs by Steph Curry, mm. and they are the eighth seed. So the 7-8 game is a Lakers-Golden State game, a LeBron-Steph Curry, like the two arguable best players right. in the league, have one game to like play it out for who gets to make the playoffs this year. Right. I mean, at least... Whoever loses has the chance to come yeah, back. Yeah, come back too. again and win another one. But and, yeah, that's and then and then and like the rest is the same, right? Like seven game series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of it's all the same. Seven game series. Once you're in, and like the winner of the seven eight game goes in as the seven seed. Winner of the whole other like loser versus winner of the nine ten game plays the one seed so there's a chance the jazz are the number one seed so in the end we'll play the number eight seed which is most likely going to either be the lakers or golden state whoever doesn't win that first game will most likely win the second one and go in as the eight seed okay and i think both of them could beat up on the jazz unfortunately <laughs> but you know what the irony is i'm talking all about this and then realizing our schedule yeah, this is going to be so late. This is going to be late. So. Well, whoever. Yeah, that we was should, cool. We should, do, we should do like a live watch. I could do that. I'll do it with you. We, um. Yeah. Oh, have you, have you ever seen how like Japanese baseball does their playoffs? No. They're brutal. It's, it's 100% elimination. So you can basically train for your baseball season like your entire off season mm -hmm. of like and just one six game. months you lose the first game and your season's over yeah that's kind of that's how like football and stuff is here in america like american football is the same way is it playoffs are just one loss year but this isn't playoffs this is your season in general oh yeah like you lose it all you lose it all done. yeah <laughs> whoa i thought you were just saying in the playoffs no this is like the, the season, season in general you lose your first game you're out that's and it. then it just goes until there's only one and team left. It just left. goes until there's only one team left. That seems like it wouldn't go on for very long. No, it's a quick season. Yeah. Because, like, big records are, like, 20-plus games is, like, huge for winning streaks. Mm-hmm. So, Dang. it's, like, whoever's at the end is just undefeated. That's kind of wild. Yeah. But it's, like, this whole thing, too, of um, you train for six months and then you lose your first game, and now it's just like, okay, I guess I'm going to go train for six months plus the rest of this season because I don't get to play another game. Right. Dang, the longest consecutive winning streak, and this isn't even at the beginning of a season. This is just at any point mm -hmm. in a season, was in 1916 for an MLB for only 26 games. Yeah. So that'd be a short season. Yeah. Everyone competing hard, too. That'd be fun to watch, though. Oh yeah, there there's some there's some things that like there's one of the big criticisms about basketball, and the reason they added this whole play-in tournament is if you knew you weren't going to be one of the top eight teams, you started to tank because the worse you did, the better draft pick. Yeah. So it made it so like 
all these teams would start tanking and it would just get boring partway through the season because you'd kind of see who's in, who's not. Now it's like a bunch of these teams can actually kind of fight to come yeah, make some playoffs and it's going to make it much more like do or die. And to me, I'm like, oh, that's going to add a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. But... Did you ever watch uh, hockey? Yeah, dude. You know, hockey. the the Knights? Yeah. You ever seen like the theatrical shit they pull? No. They have this massive golden helmet. Well, first they do like a full cinematic like movie I was going to say, opening. it's going to be like a Vegas show, isn't it? Oh, big time. Uh, the entire place is set up like a uh, like a knight's arena. Okay. And the Looking golden like knight Excalibur. stand. Yeah, like the, the shot colors box yeah. is set up like the, the king's throne that overlooks everything. That has like torches and shit. Um, they really leaned into it. Yeah, but, like, they do this big opening, like, theatrical sequence of them flying in a helicopter of this giant Golden Knights helmet. And then, like, lowering it into the stadium on camera. And then, like, they have the giant helmet come lowering in onto the ice. Wow. And then, like, it comes up and all the knights come out kind of deal. Dope, dude. Yeah, and it's, like... Hardcore music playing the entire time. They got, like, the smoke and everything going. Like, all the theatrical effects for it. Hockey games are a lot of fun. Hockey is the one sport that I think that you can know nothing about Mm -hmm. and go watch and, like, really just start having having some fun. That's not even the end of it. When they come out, the knights on, like, do this whole choreographed thing with, like, a projector over the ice. Jeez. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got drafted to go play hockey. You're some Russian. They're like, now learn your ballet for your team. Yeah, that's He's the thing. Like, it's what? Like, I'm here to fucking that's hit the people. Thing. You it's come like, in into the Knights, and that's the thing too. The Knights team is pretty stacked. They won their first season. They almost won their first season. They did, I think. No, they came in second. Did they win the next season? Then they won really early. Mm, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they've only come in second. I don't think they've won a season yet, but it's just consistently coming in second. Okay, maybe that's, but that's still tight. Yeah. Or no, no, I think they did win their first season, and then after that they came in second. Because there's this, this whole thing. is like everyone was thinking no, that. No, no Stanley Cups. Yeah. So they did win their conference. They did go. Yeah, there was kind of a conspiracy that it was all thrown together to like promote the Vegas strong mentality. Yeah. And then, like, they disappear into obscurity, but they actually do really well. Yeah. And it's just like this stacked team that comes in, but it's kind of funny. It's like all these major hockey players coming in, put on the same team. And then it's like, Oh yeah, you have to do a choreographed number. Every yeah. Night. And <laughs> hockey players are like kind of like Russian thug mentality. You know? Very much. Like they are, they are tough dudes and you're having them do like an act out scene on the ice. Janet, have you ever felt a hockey puck? I feel like an ashtray. No. Yeah, Connor's right. You know those really thick, like, glass ashtrays that grandpas keep on, like, their back patio table? Yeah. It's like that consistency. They're hard as fuck. And those motherfuckers are out there without face masks just taking pucks to the face. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, nothing happened. I always like the guys that, like, hook it up on their... Like, end and then throw it like a javelin into the goal. That's kind of cool. I've seen some pretty cool trick shots. I always get into hockey for, like, a little bit. It's about the time of the year right now, I think. We'll start Mm -hmm. getting into it. Stanley Cup kind of playoff times. It's fun to watch. 
Bites are always good. Oh, always. Also, it's crazy to watch how athletic and all this shit these guys can do while they're skating. Mm-hmm. And then I get out on the ice and I'm like, oh, I can't even do this. My favorite thing was <laughs> when I went to the, the last Knights game I went to was a big deal because like one of their guys just got off suspension for doping. Neat. Yeah, and it wasn't even like, oh, this guy doped and you know it's a shame it's like nah dude he's coming back and everyone's like he's coming back he's been doping and he's coming back <laughs> he's coming back dude he's coming back i mean that's how they were advertising it too it's like he's back dude <laughs> everyone's like yeah he's back <laughs> not even like addressing the fact because it's like oh what was he gone for and you look it up it's like doping <laughs> that's how john jones jr is for the ufc like the arguable greatest pound for pound fighter and can't get any fights anymore because this motherfucker keeps failing all this <laughs> steroid tests and all this shit. And it's like he finally gets a fight. They hype it up. He passes all of his tests and then the one right before he like always fails and can't fight anymore. It's like, dude, you're John Bones Jones, dude. Like, that's the other thing, too. It's like, who dopes and for keeps, recreational he keeps, reasons? He keeps getting like caught too with not even like with the dope, like and not not failing for like the steroid, but failing for like the masking. Because there's like different chemicals you can yeah. take that mask your drug test, and they test for those now. And if you have a masking agent, and he's like trying to say it's assumed you have a drugging agent. Yeah, and it's like, uh, and then he's like trying to claim it's from like some sleep medication that his doctor gave him well you can check for that in there yeah and i think that's the other problem is they're like mm, was it though bud yeah like, with your track record <laughs> so righty boys i think we've uh we've hit our second hour uh, all, day for the day. All, all you people out there are going to want to watch some hockey have fun um I don't even know how to wrap today up. Bye. Later, guys. Thanks for listening.